friend, and welcome to another episode of Doctor Me First. I am so excited to be here. I took a little bit of a break. I'll be honest, we had a very tragic death in the family, and it hit me hard. So I took some time off, which I would encourage anybody to do as well. I'll talk about it sometime in the future, but just so you know, I'm back about 50%. I'm excited to be here with you and to be in your ears. And today, you are going to get a super sassy solo cast. So stick around with me, hear this solo cast. But before we do, I got to pay some bills. So let me tell you about Contract Diagnostic. It's a firm 100% dedicated to physician contract reviews. They provide a service that all physician families will need at least once in their career. And if you're listening to this podcast, I would say if (laughs) right about now, (laughs) most likely a few additional times. I love this company as they've helped over 10,000 physicians understand not only what they are signing, but the risks that they are taking for their family. All contracts are reviewed in-house by an in-house attorney and presented in a simplified way back to you. Using customized documentation, compensation data, and time outside of normal business hours that they can make easy for you. All packages are flat price, so you know what you're getting and when you pay up front. Residents and fellows can even make an interest-free payments over time. So look them up at drpodcastnetwork.com backslash contract diagnostics or give them a call at 888-574-5526. All right, let's get into that solo cast. Here we go. All right. Well, you're going to start the solo cast out with some wins because coaching can be a very personal thing. It can feel like burying your soul and talking about all the dark, twisty things that you hide in the corners. And so I don't always do a very good job about giving updates on people and like sharing wins and that sort of thing because I don't want to crack open the surface and, you know, violate HIPAA or something. But I do have permission from these folks. And so I have changed details and identifiers because, again, I want to keep it kosher. But I also want to put it out into the world and praise some people who have done some fucking amazing things after, during, hell, even before our coaching. So let me read a few of these. So this first one, she's an OBGYN. And she messaged me, I want to say it was like in January. And I had just done like a checking up on everybody. And she sent me an email. She says, hey, happy new year. Hope you're getting your COVID vaccines and everything is going well. I just wanted to share some great news. The Academy of Breastfeeding Medicine is starting a leadership academy. Honestly, a year ago, I would have seen the email and said, oh, that sounds cool. I should apply and then never actually follow through. Well, because of coaching with you and the pushing that you had given me, I applied. And I got picked for it. I guess the application was my badass challenge after all. Just wanted to pass it along to you. She goes on to talk a little bit more. Amazing. Amazing. We hadn't worked together in, I don't know, six, nine months. And COVID happened and everything. And it's just amazing. So I want to lift her up. All right. Another person that has recently had some wins. She's somebody that I coached. Actually, we just did a discovery call maybe back in like August or something like that. And I'm one that once you talk to me, I'm going to keep talking to you unless you tell me to stop. (laughs) So I sent her an email just this last month, just checking in, seeing how things are going, hoping that life had been changing since we had talked. But if they need anything, just to reach back out. So this is what she told me. She said, a lot has changed, Erin. 
I made the final decision to leave clinical medicine and focus on a remote career. Still working on what type of job that is specifically, but I've been applying to all opportunities that sound interesting and stimulating. I came to the solid conclusion that I need to get out of patient care because it no longer serves me. I was feeling very confident and at peace and planned to leave my job in August when my contract was done. Then God stepped in. And on March 1st, I got a call into my CEO's office and was told that my unit was shutting down March 31st. And I was given a 90-day notice. I felt complete relief. Clearly, I needed out sooner than I thought. I was prepared. I had my resume. I had learned a lot on LinkedIn. And currently, I'm applying to new jobs daily. I was planning on six months to find a job, and now I have three while still working. I hope it doesn't take too long to find the right fit, but I am ready for something new. Sending good vibes and prayers my way. I want you to know I appreciate you and the work that you're doing. I'm still listening and gathering inspiration daily from your podcast. All the best. Girlfriend, absolutely amazing. I'm so glad that we got on a phone call. I'm so glad that you found that podcast because I tell people all the time, If you go in and you ask for changes or you try to modify your work schedule or your environment or the people that you work with or the patients that you work with, like what's the worst thing that's going to happen? They tell you no and they give you a 90-day notice. (laughs) You know, is that really the worst thing? Yeah, I mean, and I am so glad that you were prepared, that we've had conversations, that you know that in this community of Dr. Me First and Burnt Out to Badass, like you are not transitioning alone. There are so many people up in front of you. And there's a whole bunch of people behind you who don't even know those steps yet of asking for what you want, getting prepared, changing your CV over to a resume, or maybe cleaning up your CV, how to network, all those things that I get to help walk with you with. So I just want to say you are a total badass. Okay. My last one that I got to brag on. This is actually one of my male clients. Yes, I do coach dudes. It's so much fun and it's amazing. And Even though I'm all mom sass, I love me some dad sass too. So he is an amazing specialist. We've been coaching uh, for a little bit right now. And he sent me this. And I want to see if it maybe resonates with you. I kind of have some words to tell how I'm feeling that I wanted to share with you. I feel like my spirit was sort of intubated in the ICU before we started. And now it's up walking the halls. I thought I was lazy. Not that I didn't have energy to do stuff. Didn't want to get involved in things. Wasn't capable of doing all the stuff that I saw other people doing. That was the narrative that had been building in my head for a long time. Since college, at least. Ever since I've been on this road of doing stuff that I really didn't want to do. If you've ever seen the movie Spirited Away, my monster is sort of like, and I'm going to butcher this, Kanuashi. If you've ever seen it, it's basically like a faceless spirit thing that ingests more and more things to the movie and becomes huge and somewhat malicious. I picture it as apathy that swallows up more and more stuff and takes up all the space and energy inside and sort of like a black blob-like thing. I've actually realized that I have so much energy. I have more energy than I know what to do with now. I've been able and motivated to do stuff on my Peloton or running that I wouldn't have even bothered to try before. Everything in my life is already better and I haven't really even changed anything externally. Maybe it's kind of premature, even though we've just started. There you go. And so I love getting those kind of letters. And I think it shows that everybody has a little bit of different experience, but all three of these show that because of doing some of these work and asking some of these questions and doing some of my homework, 
these three different examples are moving forward into a life that they love and into work that is sustainable and fulfilling to them. I love the last one's analogy. What I really think about is like my burnt out self was Taka. If you watch the the movie Moana, (laughs) we watch it all the time. We have the soundtrack in our van. We pretty much want to be Polynesian. I'm not going to lie. But anyway, my burned out stuff is Taka, which is like the black, burned out, mean goddess who is trying to get back the heart of Tefiti. And what you learn through the movie is like the healed goddess is Tefiti. And that was me 100%. I needed my heart back and to go through that. So a little divergent down Disney movies, but hey, I think they have some good undercurrents, even though they may have some bias and racism (laughs) as well. We're going to pull the good. So getting on track with this solo cast now that we went to some shout outs and people who are doing amazing things in their life. I kind of wanted to go down a tangent and do some coaching about fear and when it comes to like the big scaries. And that's when you do a lot of talking and you do a lot of work and you figure out like what you want to do. But then when it's actually time to take that step, you like freeze up and the big scaries come out and they grab your legs like nasty zombie hands and hold you back. And so the first thing when that happens with people, especially when you're talking about being afraid of whether you know or that you're sure enough to make that move, is I ask, could you ever be 100% sure that, yes, this is exactly what I want to do and this is 100% going to work out? I always give the example of that I was 99.9% sure when I wanted to marry Mr. Wiseman, but there was that zero. 0.01% of me of doubt and fear and unknown. Literally minutes before we said I do, all that stuff bubbled up. But did I make the wrong decision? No, I don't think so. But was I absolutely 100% sure of the decision of the time? No. And so I give that example, especially when it comes to like big changes with jobs or getting out of clinical medicine, making a move that seems non-traditional, but yet seems to be more in line with your values and your real goals in life. There is no 100% certainty. If you come to a life coach and that is what you're looking for and that is what they promised, you need to run away because there is no 100% certainty, whether you work with a coach or not, whether you research the job 100% or not, whether you go on 100 interviews, there is never 100% certainty in anything. Life happens. There's always that small quotient that the unthinkable or the unknowable happens. We know this. That's why when we do informed consent on procedures, we have to tell people the risk of scarring, infection, damage, death, all those things. Do we anticipate that? Does 99.9% of the time everything go perfect? Yeah, but you have to know that there is always that one element of uncertainty. And that, my friend, is what our brains try to trap us in. (laughs) Even though we can go to the nth degree on everything else, that's like what it drudges up with that negative bias. And that's what it wants to show to you is like 100% evidence of like, if you step out, if you do this, you are going to burn and fail utterly. And what I would just say is look at that on the other side and be like, no, I can be 99.99% certain and just know that life is going to be, is going to be there. And like, there is no knowing everything. And so it's like the cliche, getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. Am I comfortable with the not knowing? Absolutely not. Am I comfortable going into a procedure knowing that there's could be potentially huge risks? 
no, I don't like that. I don't like the uncomfortableness. But instead of just swallowing it down and acknowledging that it's not there, shoving it in a corner like I did for many deliveries <laughs> in my life, I say lean into it. Lean into that uncertainty. Lean into that fear and ask it the question, what are you trying to show me? What are you trying to teach me here? And I bet most of the time that fear around the unknown is really just trying to keep you safe. It's its ultimate purpose is to keep you safe and secure. And what you have to remind that fear, that uncertainty, that unknown is like, hey, you know what? I'm an adult and I have got a really good head on my shoulders and I've got a good heart and I do make good decisions. So buddy, you got to trust me on this one. You got to trust me that I've thoroughly vetted it 99.99% of the time. And yes, something could go wrong, but guess what? Even if it does, we will figure it out. We will figure it out. And so that's what I tell you today in the solo cast is just reminding that and reminding all you have to do in any of this is just take the next best step. You don't have to have the whole course plotted out. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to have some reassurances and to make sure the finances are there and like the insurance, but those are all details. Those are all figure outable, I promise. But what isn't figure outable is if you stay in the same place and you keep ruminating and thinking and thinking and ruminating and you don't do the action. The action is what is actually going to propel you forward. So you take the next best step and then you look around and then you take the next, next best step. And then you see where you're at again, assess the situation, get some awareness, see what's working, see what's not working. And then you take the next, next, next best step. And that, my friend, is how you create the life and the work that you love. Hey, finishing up here today. This podcast was sponsored by Contract Diagnostics through the Doctors Podcast Network. It's a company that specializes in contract reviews. Specialization is something that we can all appreciate here. So again, when you or your family have a contract need, give them a call. They'll help you understand your contract and make sure it lines up with your interests and values and protect the assets that you covet most, which is, I hope, your time and your family. So find them at drpodcastnetwork.com backslash contract diagnostics or give them a call at 888-574-5526. Hey, wrapping this up for today. Don't forget, I have a masterclass every month. If you want to come hang out with me in real life, I would absolutely love to meet you. Get in the show notes, click the link, get registered for this month's masterclass. I am talking with the fabulous Dr. Allie Hay. And our topic this month is you're not crazy. <laughs> so we're going to talk about how you're not crazy. If you're listening to this podcast and shaking your head and looking at all these ideas, you're not my friend. And let us help you walk you through the journey. She's got an amazing story about mental health, and we are going to jump all into all topics. So get into that. Also, if you want to be a regular attender of the masterclass, once you sign up for one, we'll keep you on the email list. Like I mentioned, I try to do them the last Sunday of every month, but there are occasional times where I have to shift. So you want to get on the mailing list so that you know when the next one's coming out along with the topic and all that fun jazz. So make sure you head over there and do that. And remember, as always, my friend, your life, your calling, your pulse matters. Bye. Bye.